Roadmen, today I want to talk about the UCI and their new rules about safety. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. A few years ago, I saw a huge gap in the market for an app that was like a cycling coach, but in your pocket. I knew that AI was ultimately going to be the best coach in the world, and I spent about two years of my life trying to make this app happen. Unfortunately for me, it didn't happen. But ever since then, I've kept a really close eye on this space to see if anyone else could succeed where I failed. The Breakaway app caught my attention a couple of months ago because Christian Vandeveld, yep, the Christian Vandeveld who came fourth in the Tour de France, is one of the co-founders. And it seems that the Breakaway have created the ultimate cycling training companion and they're bringing low-cost coaching to the masses. You'll know from listening to the podcast that my pet peeve is when cyclists head out the door with no plan, no goal, and just roll around without an objective. Don't be that guy! The Breakaway app looks at all your historic training data and it builds a plan around your strengths and weaknesses so you're always going to have the perfect session. They also have integrations which I'm really excited about, Whoop and Aura Ring. The reason I've previously ditched my wearables is because the data just wasn't informing my training. No longer the case. Head on over to roadmantrial.com and you can download their app for free. That's roadmantrial, R-O-A-D-M-A-N-T-R-I-A-L.com and download the app for free. The link to this is in today's show notes. Roadman, welcome back. I hope everybody had an amazing weekend of cycling and you got up to some nice adventures. If you've been following it last week, the UCI have brought out some new safety initiatives and a question that's been kind of doing the rounds on the Twitter or X or whatever you call it these days, cycling community, is around the motivation for these safety innovations. If you haven't been following it, what's really going on is the UCI have announced a ban of inward-facing brake levers effective in 2024. This decision is in response to a cohort of riders modifying their levers for a narrower position, aiming for both ergonomic and aerodynamic gains. We've mainly seen this trend with younger riders. It was a little bit of a running joke where you need to be born in the year 2000 or after to face your hoods in. The old cuddlers like me, we stayed with our levers pretty much in a straight, regular position. I'm trying to think the very first time I've seen anyone riding that. Pale Bill Bell at the 2023 Tour Down Under, so roughly a year ago, I've seen him using that setup, and I think that was the first time I've seen it. And then it slowly just creeped its way into both the professional and amateur peloton, but really just getting a foothold with those younger riders. The UCI argues that the modification limits braking capacity and alters the product beyond its intended use, posing a safety risk. This move is part of an ongoing change to handlebar and hand position regulations, including previous bans on puppy paws. You might remember that was the kind of TT position where you rest your forearms on the handlebars and kind of drape your hands over, mimicking the position of a puppy, and also restrictions on handlebar width. I had Adam Hansen on the podcast a couple of months back, who's the president of CPA, and my position, we talked a lot at length that day about safety, but my position to kind of summarise it is, I'm open to discussing anything around safety. I think any innovation around safety should at least be discussed but honestly, these changes are nonsense and they've come through without any discussion that I can see. Handlebar width, puppy paws, super tuck, turned in hoods, 
I can honestly never remember being in a Peloton and seeing a crash caused by any of these. I can never remember sitting down and watching Eurosport and seeing a crash in a professional race because of any of these. I've not seen one single crash based on any of those things. It's about the UCI posturing as if they care about safety. And meanwhile, they're failing to implement any meaningful safety regulations. A quote that's kind of stuck in my head, it's Marcus Aurelius. Let us not waste time arguing about what a good man should be. Just be one. This really is, in essence, that words matter. Deeds matter. Actions matter. That an inch of action is more than a mile of intention. We've all seen those hilarious memes on social media where somebody claims to really care about a conflict somewhere in the world, say it's the Ukraine conflict, and the interviewer asked them, okay, so are you going to take up arms and fight for Ukraine? They'd be like, no, no, no. Are you going to donate money? No, no, no. Are you going to house some displaced Ukrainian families? No. Well, what do you plan to do? Well, we plan to change our social media banner to a Ukraine flag. As we journey through life, we can make contributions which align with our values. And if you do that, I salute you for it. It's a noble position. We can also make postures and signal a position for social validation. This is an entirely pointless process. And I've been trying to decide, is the UCI doing the latter? Because if they truly care about rider safety, if they truly care about safety, the best place to start, it's not with super talk, it's not with puppy paws, it's not with turned in hoods. Talk to people who race bikes, talk to people who are practitioners, fans, directors, riders. Nobody's talking about this stuff being a danger. If we actually care about safety, we need a few things from the UCI immediately. We need data. We need data on which races are the most dangerous on the calendar. When we have that data, we can move to phase two. We can start to penalise organisers of races for holding dangerous races. And we can come up with some sort of ranking system which incentivises safe races, either financially or some other incentivization scheme. And it also regulates and we get rid of races which are repeated bad offenders and causing crashes year after year because they're out there. We also need a yellow and red card system for riders for dangerous conduct. And this needs to have real consequences. Like if you get a yellow card, you miss the next race and your team is not allowed to replace you in that next race. And if you get a red card, maybe you miss the next two races and again, they're not allowed to replace you. A disqualification from a single one-day race is absolutely pointless. There's no real teeth to a suspension like that. You're never going to make a sport as dangerous as cycling totally safe. The goal isn't actually that because we don't want a sport that's totally sterile. That's some of the draw and some of the allure of watching it. There is an edge to it. But because we can never make it totally safe, that doesn't mean we shouldn't even try. We've seen heartbreaking consequences this year in races when we fail to tackle the actual safety issues in bike racing. This for me is just another move of nonsense posturing from the UCI without any real teeth. Roadmen, I shall be back again tomorrow for another Roadman podcast. In the meantime, ride safe.